everybody. Welcome to the Latch Mama podcast. Today on the podcast, Lindy and I are teaming up to talk to you all about the holidays. Things we've learned, the good, the bad, the ugly, and basically how to survive with your sanity intact. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. Hey, Lindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Um, So we are right smack dab into Black Friday madness right now around Latch Mama. Um, But we wanted to record this so you guys had something to listen to um, after this. And so we can kind of talk about the holidays. Um, But it's really hard because we have this like giant mountain in front of us prior to getting us to the holidays. Like we were just laughing that. I needed to figure out what kind of turkey to have Instacart deliver. And like, I had to like literally make everybody stop talking to me to make sure I didn't get a frozen one because I don't have time to defrost it. So we're still very much on Thanksgiving and Black Friday, but we are here to talk about, I guess, Thanksgiving and stuff, but basically the holidays and, and, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, the different times that everybody feels maybe a little bit more pressure as a mom to perform um, you know, and to really, really make things special. And, you know, it's, it's tough. It is so magical and it is so great at times, but I feel like it's also one of those times of the year that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, and we forget sometimes, um, to enjoy them ourselves and make sure that we're finding joy, um, as well. So, um, why don't we just start with like, do you do you like the holiday season like as a mom of six like what you know what do you think of when people start saying hey the seasons are changing the holidays are coming your tree's already up which is uber impressive but yeah that's a little thing with us it's um it starts getting cold Mm -hmm. then people start getting grumpy and then they you know they're waiting for like trick-or-treating and usually like that's our time and we pick a day and I just, it, you know, we're not breaking out everything, but I'm like, you can, I throw the tree together and I don't care what they do with the rest. It, it, but it's like a happy activity Is and it, they're all excited and they get happy and they're not, no one's in a grumpy mood anymore. And then we like slowly add the other things, but they, they look forward to it. Like they love it. So do they love so. it being up now? Like, does it still make them happy or was it just that evening and now you have a tree? Um, no, now they're still happy and then they'll like take turns. They're like, okay, it's my turn to like plug in all the trees because we have like five little trees around the house and well, no, no, like we have some little ones and then there's like a little one on the kitchen counter and they like to plug them in and do you guys do the elf? No, (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, no, no offense if you do. I do the elf. I actually, I think it's so fun and I love to see what people how creative they get so creative so i bought the elf i think lennox was like four and i was like this is so cool and we read the book and he's like he's not magical and i was like no he's not (laughs) and i took it back to the store i literally give moms who create this wonderful magical world for their kids so much credit because i remember like when the leprechaun would come visit you in school and stuff like that and i sometimes feel a little bit like i'm cheating my children 
because we don't do the leprechaun or we don't do we don't do the leprechaun yes hi black friday brain we do we do sometimes turn the toilet bowls green but we don't do the elf um we also don't really do santa which is a whole nother podcast all in itself um we do like the spirit of santa and you know santa's there and santa is the spirit that reminds you to be kind and giving around the holidays um but they don't think Santa comes down to the fire, the chimney or they do, but they don't, they think it's us that come down the chimney. And like, they wonder, like Alex randomly asked me the other day if I went first or if daddy went first. And I was like, what, what Alex? And he's like, you know, mom, like, like at nighttime. And I was like, okay, this is getting really creepy. I was like, Alex, what are you talking about? He's like, I mean, mom, like down the chimney, like, do you go down first or does dad go down first? And I was like, Alex, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you know, I know there's no Santa. So you guys have to come down the chimney because you're Santa. So, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to make sense of it, but anyways, um, yeah, we don't do Santa. I, so, okay. So Kennedy wants to know what my beep with Santa is. You know, if I was single, I think we would probably do Santa. Eric is very adamant about the fact that (laughs) it's such a weird thing. Okay. We're, we celebrate Christmas because of the Bible and Jesus and the Christmas story. But you talk to my husband and he's not necessarily into that very much, but that's how he was raised. He was very much raised in a very Christian household. But he feels like Santa doesn't give you the gifts. And he's 100% since the day our first child was born, he has a big deal with lying to them. So even if they ask like a non-age approach appropriate question, he has such a hard time finding like the perfect kind of like semantic answer to them where like if they're not quite old enough to really know the truth, he still finds a way to tell them the truth because he doesn't feel like kids should ever be lied to. I am 100% sure that there is something in his childhood, whether it's his parents' divorce or I, all of that, that maybe brings into that. But like his biggest thing as a parent is he does not want to lie to his children. And you throw Santa into the play and you just kind of get there where you're kind of lying to your kids about this mythical person. So that's where we are. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we all come to relationships and parenthood with our own stuff from our childhood that we've got to kind of work through. So, you know, they know that they're not allowed to tell their friends. They know that they don't need to ruin Christmas for their friends. Um, And they know that Santa has a place in their lives and a place in their heart. But um, yeah, we don't really do the whole Santa thing, but you guys do. Yeah. We do, but we we don't really play it up. You know, we've never done a picture with Santa. We've never done. We don't. He's he's kind of there, but we don't really like really like foster create that belief. And now my older three, no, the boys. Nora's like she. I think she How knows, but she loves that spirit and Nora's that nine? part of it. Yeah, she's nine. But now the boys are like, I'm like, you can't, like, you can't say anything. But like, they help them write like letters to Santa because oh, we have this really like cute. little like fake North Pole little light up thing outside, and so it's like a little letter mailbox. Hey, look at you, like Mrs. Claus. So, <laughs> like seriously, it's November. Is that up right now? 
My okay. whole Kennedy Kennedy came to drop off a of a shuffle and it was probably like threw up Christmas all in my front yard. I mean it's all lit up. Dude, I'm trying to figure out how I get a fresh turkey that's not frozen and you got a North Pole up already. It was in your like seventy four one Saturday and I was like, hey, they're gonna just, it's just gonna in get case done. you're wondering, like all of our clothing for the winter has been designed for a long time. <laughs> Lindy Lindy doesn't have any design work to do, so instead <laughs> no. instead Lindy just is completely just Christmas all over everywhere. <laughs> I'm sure I do but you know anyways but yeah so they do but the boys enjoyed like helping them Mm -hmm. you know they're like what's the address you know I want to mail my letter and he's like pretty sure it's just North Pole Penelope like you know that's you know with like a little bit of sarcasm in there but like she doesn't get it you know that's really cool but I I'm secretly looking forward to the when we don't have that but my littles are very is Santa coming tonight? Like the trees I mean, up. Is but Santa I also tonight? remember though, like there's this little part of me. Like I remember when I was seven, we got two golden retriever puppies for Christmas. And like my parents went as far as like having them stay at the neighbor's house for a couple of days because like Santa was going to bring these puppies. And my dad always had so much fun. Like I went on this like scavenger hunt and then like I found the puppies in their crate on the porch and like it was Santa, Santa, Santa. But actually, if I remember correctly, that was the year I found out Santa didn't really exist because the kid whose house that the puppies stayed at told me at the bus stop that he had had my puppies because he like wanted to be like, I met your puppies before you. And then it all just kind of fell apart. But I do remember that magic. And I think it's really important to somehow find it within the holidays. So we really, really tried to focus on giving to others and helping them learn that there's different magic and there's different ways of being you know, generous to others and ways to cultivate it um okay but real quick but i think the fact that we didn't play it up like with my boys when they did find out Mm -hmm. and they're like oh like but do i still get that present and i'm like that's not what this is about (laughs) like but like they were really like oh okay that's cool like you know but i think they were probably there you know at that point i am envious of the moms who can be like (laughs) guys behave the elf is watching oh like so many not not manipulative because i do not judge it at all because uh i I have, I mean, five o'clock on a winter night when it is pitch black and the kids are running around everywhere. I mean, I will tell them that Jesus is watching. I mean, at that point, <laughs> I mean, we all, we, we all, we all just needed to calm down. But seriously, though, like that is, that is pure genius. If you can pull that off and you can remember yeah. to move that elf every night and then you have that in your back pocket when the sun goes down at like freaking three o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, we don't have that. Okay. So. Let's talk about commitments over the holidays. So Lindy and I both have really large families. I have five kids. Lindy has six. Um, For those of you who do not know, um, I've kind of learned this beautiful thing is the more kids I've had, I've just kind of just started saying no. Like, can you come here? And I'm very lucky. Like Eric's parents are divorced and very respectful of our boundaries. And then my parents live in Florida. So we kind of have, you know, the ability to set our boundaries and really do things together as a family. Um, but it's a really, really powerful feeling, especially around the holidays when you already have to show up for your kids and you already need to make these things or you already, some of us feel the pressure to make them special um, to just say no. Yeah. Yeah. I look back on the years and we would go... Well, number one, I didn't really have the space to have people at our mm-hmm. home. 
you know, we were just kind of starting out and we had kind of kid after kid after kid. And so I, I didn't really want to clean up and really didn't want anybody there. And I'm very much an introvert. And I look back over the years and we made a lot of people happy, but we didn't really make ourselves happy. Um, so I'd like to think those choices, you know, they made people happy. Yeah. But now we're kind of getting to the point where, yes, we want to be with family on holidays. It's very important. But at the same time, I'd like to enjoy and watch my kids. I'd like to slow things down. And no, I don't want to go here and I don't want to go there. And you can make those choices. Yeah. And I mean, I think and for, do what's right for you. I think for some people it works. And, you know, some people are more extroverted or they love to entertain. I mean, now that we're in our larger house, I do love to entertain. But at the end of the day, like the change in my children, as soon as there's a lot of people involved or they are showing off for their grandparents or just balancing it all. And this is one of our like nice years where we don't have a newborn. So it's a little bit easier and, you know, you have a nap schedule to work with. I just remember so many holidays by the end of them just being absolutely exhausted, like to the point where. I, I don't even remember the day because we were here, there, everywhere, you know, kids had napped or they hadn't napped. And I mean, that's some of the beauty of the holiday. I'm not talking about having like a five-year-old who's or four-year-old who's giving up their nap, not nap on Christmas because they're going to grandma's house. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like the onslaught of Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, you know, mass, you know, and then you're going here and there and everywhere. And it just becomes so much that the holidays end and then you look around and there's toys and there's decorations and and I don't mean to think that there's not joy wrapped up in all of those and all of the memories mm -hmm. but holy moly it's like you need a vacation from the holidays at the end right. of them it's just it's, it's too much it's crazy so we're basically giving you the permission to say no if you want to especially especially 100%. those of you with brand new babies and then there's covid and have you taken them to see this grandma or that grandma and who's held the baby and who hasn't held the baby it's it all is just too much sometimes mm -hmm. i'm like getting all fired up and i got like five kids that are big and don't have to go anywhere this year but i don't know i just feel like from like the mom the grandma mom perspective. I feel like I'm getting to be like an old mom at this point. Yeah. But dude, just say no. Have people come to you and then set boundaries. You can tell them when to come and when to leave. You know, I don't know. What do right. you do about presents? You have a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, last year we're, we're simplifying this year significantly. So they said, I said, you need to think about maybe one, one or two things. So they're going to get one thing from us. We have a couple of Santa believers, so there'll be something from Santa, but it's small. Um, and then we're going to do that need. Well, the want is from us, the read, the wear, that one. So one the, thing, one thing they, they can read, one thing they can wear, one thing they, one need. Thing they really need. And okay. then like a want, like a want. So I think it'll be like five things. Yeah. Eric always did three <laughs> presents because that's what Jesus got. Um, and oh, so. Back into Jesus. Yeah, we're, we're back there, <laughs> guys. Well, guys, we are back there. That was my husband's childhood. It's all good. <laughs> we respect it. Like I said, you marry into the way somebody was raised. Um, 
So we had the three presents from Jesus, because that's what Jesus got. Um, so he, I assume, <laughs> I'm just dying right now. It's just really funny, because when we first started having babies, I used to like <laughs> hide presents within presents within presents like i would make the kids like <laughs> like kits like one time i made them like a, a hibachi kit because the boys wanted to really really be like hibachi chefs so i made them a kit so like it also had like play food in it and like chef's apron <laughs> like 10 and like gifts all and one of this gift. stuff and then yeah so then i made it in this little <clears throat> cart like the hibachi people have when they mm-hmm. come to your table the hibachi chefs and so like but then the cart had so much stuff in all the drawers but that was only one present see one present just like just like jesus um so but now i've started to learn that with five children if you give anybody literally more than three things there's just too much stuff like yeah and i have something really really against things with a lot of parts at this point like (laughs) that was just that was where i drew the line this year i was like nothing is gonna have more than three pieces even just thinking about that hibachi (laughs) cart right now with all of the food in it and all of the different drawers and the knives yeah i'm I'm freaking out a little bit and all the car all the pieces of food you could cut in half so it was like double the amount of food and then you couldn't find the other pieces within like by new year's we only had like half of each piece of food no gosh it's rough but no so yeah, so three presents. Then he used to tell me that his mom used to hand him like the Sears catalog. Guys, my husband's only like 43 years old. But they he she used to hand them like the Sears catalog and he could go through and like circle like the one Lego set he wanted. Where my childhood was very different in the sense that I was a little spoiled. Um, so, you know, we try and we try and, you know, meet it somewhere in the middle. Um, but this year I just really kind of want to just like get them a donkey or something. Like a Christmas donkey. I don't know. Like just something that's not stuff. Like they have everything that they need. We haven't since we moved to the farm. We haven't done video games and like screen time has been cut down dramatically. They haven't even asked for the iPad in like over a month. It's been incredible. So that's why I think like a Christmas donkey would be like perfect. Yeah, An outdoor theme. Like we're doing outdoor stuff. But maybe if I only get one thing and it's a donkey, even though Eric said we can't get any more animals. But I mean, that's silly. Um, I feel like maybe if it's like one thing instead of three and it's alive, it all kind of like washes out. Because like it's kind of on Jesus trend. Didn't Jesus have a donkey in the manger? Very much. I expect to see that whole little... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, oh, that's the other thing. God, Kennedy is on it today. That's the other thing. That's where that's where you beat the three the three gifts. So the bocce cart was one. But then I used to put like real to like real stuff in their stockings because the stockings yeah. were like a free for all like his parents. Mm-hmm. Guys, I really, truly think like family traditions and blending two families, like blending two adults together to create traditions for your kids is a whole nother podcast, too, because you have to figure out like whose food do you eat on Christmas morning? Do you eat his food or do you eat our food? <laughs> and like his stockings were always left outside of his door, his bedroom door. And they what? were allowed to open them without their parents involved before. Like that was how like they started Christmas. And yeah. so then once they all got up, the stockings were already open, like in their bedrooms where we opened everything together. Like, I mean, that's like the cool, like the stockings were like the beautiful, cool part of Christmas. Yeah, they do. Our kids do their game they can hit the stockings before what yeah but they're downstairs by the tree but it's it's so cute because they kind of all wait together and i hear them they're in like little circle and then they're like what's in yours and what's in yours but don't you want to be there to watch their faces 
No. <laughs> wow. We we do all the gifts. They're not allowed to touch those. But. Wow. And yeah. then they used to get a full box of um, sugary cereal. The only time in their like whole childhood they were allowed to have anything other than like wheat bran or grape nuts. And like this is your kids? No, this is my husband's oh. kids. Oh, okay. Or my husband's kids. My husband's childhood. So now we have. So now they do. They get my kids get sugary cereal too. Oh, uh-huh. it's all interesting. Does Matt bring any traditions to the table that you had to like? No, 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 not really. So it's all you. I think we both did similar things, so yeah, yeah. There wasn't anything new that we had to integrate. Yeah. Um, my kids don't go anywhere apparently without me. Um, my kids don't like to be on like a different floor of the house without me. So, um, we have a first floor bedroom now, so I don't know how that's gonna work. I don't even know where the Christmas tree is gonna go. We're you guys. This is this podcast is way ahead of before I'm talking about Christmas of the new house, but. Um, I don't know. It's crazy though, guys. Like, I feel like it's just like family holidays though. Like you look back and it feels so magical and so wonderful. Like every Christmas as a parent has been this wonderful, amazing thing. And I look back on pictures and I'm just so full of joy. Mm -hmm. But then I also remember moments of these holidays where like, I met my mother-in-law's bless her heart, love her tremendously, but her house is like a museum with like <clears throat> into it art, like on the coffee table. Like she has like a ceramic polar bear with this like, like fish in its mouth that I swear is probably worth more than, I don't know, my minivan. But, and I just remember being there like late on Christmas when I'm exhausted and the kids are acting out and stuff. But I look back on pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was such a beautiful night. You know, so I feel yeah. like at the other side of it, it always feels good. Right? Yes. <laughs> I get a little glazed over like after a couple days, the holidays, and I look back and that's where that saying no and slowing down is 100% what I need because I like block stuff out and I don't want to block stuff out. That is like so stressful. Yeah. Poor Eric's birthday is on New Year's Day, too. That gets missed every year. Oh, my gosh. It's an absolute mess. So, like, New Year's Eve, I feel like we need to have, like, a party. But now we have a lot of kids. It's a lot, guys. It's, like, a lot to go from, like, Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. And now you have COVID thrown in this year. It's just a lot. So, basically, the whole point of this podcast is that we're all kind of a mess. And that, you know, it's the holidays. Say no when you need to say no. And... Just pull your family close and the memories are going to feel great. And, you know, get a hibachi card if you need to. Little Christmas hacks. Oh, Christmas hacks. Let's see. I'm saying no. Um, I don't know. I don't like there isn't. I I rest, you know, I don't, I always say every year, like I'm not going to wrap what's in the stockings because that's like too much wrapping, but then I do because I like them to unwrap what's in the stockings because it's just fun. Even if it's like a toothbrush or, you know, whatever, I still think it's cool to be unwrapped. Um, I don't know. Do you have any? So we do, each kid gets their own Christmas paper, wrapping paper. Oh, wow. That's fancy. Well, I didn't really last year, but I've done it before. So you'd find six different ones? Yeah, and then they just get... So then if there's no like there's no who's is who's. There's no nothing. And then I ball up a piece and they're stocking so then they can figure out which ones are theirs. Oh, that's cool. And then that's the other really thing cool. I did last year... Because they don't know. They come down they don't and they know. big one. I want yeah, that big no one Yeah, there's no fighting. Yeah, there's like no nothing because they don't know. 
And then the other thing I have, was over with is any sort of boxes or batteries or nothing. It is all assembled. Batteries are put in. They open the thing. And that's it. Hold I don't on. need scissors. So I don't need batteries. I don't need anything. So when you unpack, you take it out of the packaging, you throw I take the packaging out, away. I put it together. It's charged. It's done. Batteries are in it. I wrap it up. When do you start? Like August? I didn't have a whole, no, I didn't have a whole lot of things in boxes, but I'm telling you, it was fantastic. Like, it was wonderful. Like, all the recycling was gone before. That's so really if you can, I, that no, was. I mean, I don't think a donkey comes in a package, so we're going to be, we're going to be okay with that one. I think all my donkey trash is going to be gone by Christmas morning. If anybody uh, has a donkey farm, I'd like a miniature one. Or puppies, or golden retriever would be cool. Just get a third dog, It'd be great. I'm gonna get a shirt that says "Fish Mom." Fish Mom, yes. So Lindy, <laughs> so I Lindy sometimes gets really mad at me, like like legitimately mad. No, I tell her I tell her I she never should get, get a mad. dog. I mean, she kind of gets mad, but I'm like Lindy, like you need you need to get a dog. Like you you guys should have a dog, and she kind of gets mad at me because she has six kids and she doesn't need a dog. But I think we should have all the dogs. I think dogs, you can donkeys, have all goats, the dogs. Pigs. I will come visit your dogs. Yeah, my current dog doesn't listen very well. Um, we don't have a lot of very consistency <laughs> with the dogs. But anyways, so take things out of wrappers. That's really kind of important. I don't know. It, especially if you know it's something they've asked for and you're mm-hmm. not returning it. Like, wow. I don't need I don't need six kids coming at me asking me to open their Barbie that has a gazillion zip ties. And wow. it, it's just less stress. That's like a really, really good hack. I'm kind of impressed by it. Do you guys do PJs on Christmas Eve? <laughs> We've tried inevitably. Like I either give them to them early or we can't find them or one's in the laundry or like. <laughs> I got so angry Or they're like, year. I don't like those. I want to wear my underwear. I'm like, sure. <laughs> you know, but those underwear are a little small. You might want some bigger ones. Like <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. No, we're not put together. But all. it seems like you are with everything unpacked. That's impressive. We try and do we try and do pajamas on Christmas Eve. But then I but then I kind of get angry because I want that picture. You know, mm-hmm. like I want them all to behave for the picture. But they don't really want to behave because it's so Christmas. We've never Eve. done a picture. Christmas Eve, I want to get like pizza and I want to watch a movie with them and have ice cream sundays and like go to bed. But inevitably, we go to church and then someone invites us somewhere, so we have to like go somewhere. Say no. Say no. Yeah. So Moral of the story. It's like yeah. Yeah. You need say no and you, do what you want to. Will do. you do? Will you do pizza and ice cream sundays this year? I want to. Do it. What's stopping you? Nothing. See, do it. Everybody's gonna follow up. People are gonna leave comments on this podcast and say. Let Lindy. me get through three days of Thanksgiving and then we'll tackle Christmas. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all we got. I don't know yeah. if we learned anything, but just say no. Set some boundaries. Apparently unwrap things before you put them under the tree. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Or don't use wrapping paper. Cool. All right. Well, happy holidays, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.